Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey y'all, I'm Joe Tower and you're listening to Tales of Male Folly, a storytelling podcast. Each episode we bring you one new story. Recorded in front of a live audience at our bi-monthly show at the Virgil Bar in Los Angeles. The show lineup is four dudes, all dudes, telling stories about how the feudal nature of being dudes once got them into trouble. I'm the host, and if you're ever in the LA area, you can check out our Facebook page. It's www.facebook.com slash talesofmalefolly for upcoming event dates and times. Or our Tumblr blog, talesofmalefolly.tumblr.com. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Also, if you have a story to tell and you'd like to tell it in spoken or written form, contact us at talesofmalefolly at gmail.com. Okay, on with the folly. Well, we're a little late with the release of another great story by another great dude. Adam Monshine performed for us at our live show on July 27th, 2016. Adam is a great friend of mine from grad school, and I've always known him to be larger than life. He's both a charismatic and powerful actor and director, and as a person, equally enthusiastic, generous, and relentlessly positive. However, like the effect many of these stories we curate have on their tellers, this story also proved it could turn a grown man back into a scared little boy. Enjoy this tale of male folly as Adam recounts a boyhood vacation friendship and what the feelings of exclusion can make one do with nothing more than an intersection, a bicycle, a passerby, and one incredible fib. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the folly. Let's give it up to Joe Tower, please. Let's give it up for Liberace's waiting room. This is burnished. This is fabulous. Um, I'm a long-time boy, but I'm a first-time storyteller, so be gentle. Uh, thanks. We're off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe Tower calls me up, and he says, uh, I want you to tell a story for storytellers. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I love to, uh, I'm a performer. That sounds great. And then he sends an email that has like a list of the, the do's and the don'ts. And I started to realize what I had gotten myself into only after I had agreed to come do this. And it was the words, <laughs> it was the words, the story that you tell cannot be like a humble brag. It can't be, it can't end well for you. <laughs> and I start, like, I, laugh, I was like, that's funny. I mean, I, I could, oh God. Uh, I'm... I'm not sure I remember those stories on purpose. 
And then I realized how much I had compartmentalized my life. And I started to have a breakdown because I was like, all of the stories of, of, of terror and misfortune in my life started flooding back all at once. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then I picked one, and here I am. Uh, so, so thanks, thanks, Joe, and, uh, and the number for his therapist uh, that he gave me as well. Um, so I grew up uh, with a longtime summer friend. I don't know if you've ever had like a summertime friend. Oh, nice. You, were, we fr- were we friends? Um, where like I grew up, uh, my, my mother uh, grew up in Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, and like her parents had like this summer cottage, and it was like this small community that would get together in the summertime um, all through her growing up. And she had family and a friend also her age, who grew up and had kids, and then they each had kids that were my age and my sister's age, and kept coming back every summer. Uh, And so I basically grew up in the summer times with my summertime friend, Jacob. And we had a blast every summer. It was like like three, four weeks. We would hang out, and it would be great. And then you live your life, and you go home. And then you come back in the summer, and it was like, oh, I get to see Jacob. Oh, so cool. And then I was like 14 or 15 years old, and his parents were like, we're going to head back early, but we would love to take Adam with us down to North Virginia or whatever um, to hang out for like a couple weeks. Uh, is that cool? And my mom was like, yeah, that sounds great. Old enough to go on a trip. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Get to go hang out you know, at his place. This is great. We're like best summer friends. Um, <laughs> you're s- starting to see where this is going. Um, so, so we head down to their beautiful palatial place. Her dad was a lawyer, and they lived in beautiful, like, Alexandria, Virginia, or whatever. And we're there. And foreshadowing for this trip, little did I know that this would happen, would be, I'm trying to be a good guest, and I'm, I'm washing dishes in their, in their kitchen. And everything's going great, washing glasses. And Jacob goes, ooh, uh, be careful. Those are my mom's favorite glasses. Those are... These happened to be like the Muppets glasses that you could get collectively from McDonald's back when that was the most nutritious thing from McDonald's was their collectible glasses. Um, so um, everything was going fine until he said that. And I was like, what, what am I going to do? Smash them together? And as I was looking at him and saying that, I literally smashed them together. Beautiful. It was kind of terrifyingly beautiful, like brilliant shards of like fozzy and a little piece of like, you see animal tumbling away. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, I, did, I didn't know. I was, I didn't mean to do that. This is foreshadowing for the whole trip. Um, so we start, hey, everything's fine, we're hanging out, until the, so the next day, everyone's like, oh, that's all right, I mean, it's fine, they're just, they're just glasses. You know, you didn't mean to do it. Are you hurt? No, you're okay. As, as though if I, if I had been bleeding, that would have been the payment. That makes it better for, for you if, I, if I'm injured. Um, but we're hanging out, and he wanted to go for a bike ride, and I was like, oh, that's awesome, let's go bike around town. And he calls up his friends, and I was like, oh, sure, I don't mind. What, Doug and Andy? All right, yeah, that's fine. They can come to you. Uh, you know, let's, let's all hang out. But see, I'm the summer friend. So when we got together as a group, I was suddenly instantly 
kind of out. I was different. I got the hand-me-down bike. I got the, like, I mean, almost the bike brand grabs in Goonies when he grabs, like, <laughs> Data's sister's bike and then is driving and then his friends see him, like, what are you riding? That was kind of close to what they put me on. And it was fine. It's a bike. I don't have a bike. I'm, I'm visiting. So we go out into the town and we're riding along. <laughs> we're riding along. We're riding along. And they keep kind of peeling off ahead of me. And I don't know where we're going, so I'm following behind. But they're like having, they're like doing that whole like. And I'm, and I'm like 20 feet behind trying to catch up. Where are we going? <laughs> they can't hear me. They're, they're pretty far. So I keep catching up. And now we're heading into town. And uh, <laughs> they're so far ahead at this point that I'm like, I hate being the summertime friend. This sucks. How can I get them to feel sorry for leaving me? How can I, how can I get them? And we're riding, we're riding down a pretty busy stretch of, uh, like, road. It's not highway because it's in the town, but it was, like, two lanes, a median, and two lanes. And there's a big shoulder where we were riding uh, against traffic. And they go around the corner, and they're gone. And I'm like, man. And there's this big, like, curve sign with a, a miles per hour underneath a big yellow sign. And there's this kind of grassy hill that goes up. And then there's, like, some offices and stuff. And I just slow down to a stop, and I'm just looking at this sign. It's like, off the bike, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's now, and it's here. I throw the bike down on the ground, and I sprawl out next to the bike in kind of like this kind of weird, just on, cause, and it's on a grassy hill, so I, did, I had some elevation, so I was just kind of like lying there in the grass. And I was like, they're going to turn around when they realize I'm not there. And they're going to ride back, and they're going to see this, and they're going to be so sorry that they left me. <laughs> it's really pathetic, I know. Uh, but <laughs> So I'm laying there, and I'm like, in my head as I'm lying in the grass, and I'm like, it's like 5.30, it's just the sounds of the road, and there's this feeling of like, oh, this is, this is brilliant. This is <laughs> so good. Screech of tires. Really? <laughs> Doors open oh, out of a, like one of those, it's definitely a station wagon with the wood paneling. Woman comes out and is beside herself. Oh my God, Bill, go see if there's a phone. Go get on a phone and call 911. Oh my God, don't move. Just stay, stay still. Oh, you precious, precious. Don't, stay in the car. Jenny, stay in the car. Yes, you can roll, you roll the window down. That's fine. You can, no, that's far enough. Stay still. Stay, you're going to be all right. Are you okay? What? How did this happen? So much was, I literally like, and, and a decision came through my head. There, there was no turning back. Faced with this? An adult screaming 911? So I went all the way in. It was this moment that I realized I was destined to be an actor. It was, it was a lot of this, I think. It was a lot of like, well, I don't, I don't know. 
where are we? Well, I just, oh man, oh I just, don't, don't, that's fine, oh my God, you're, I'm so sorry, are you, just stay still. You're so sweet little boy, stay still. Bill! Because there were no cell phones, you see. So Bill had to run across the parking lot and ask to use the phone in one of these businesses to furiously call 911 because there was some poor child who had clearly been hit by a car, dying now in his wife's arms. She's keeping me calm. She's keeping me, you know, out of shock, I think. I don't know, but she's keeping me from moving. What if my neck was broken and I didn't know? I have to say, within five minutes, sirens. I mean, way to go, Alexandria. That is an excellent response time. They were, they were right there. Fire truck, ambulance, people are out now. Boom. If you're wondering if my friends have come back yet, they haven't. They're not back yet. Lights. Now, of course, because this was, we were going against traffic, right? So the fire truck, the ambulance, the traffic is now backing up that way. Rubbernecking is happening this way. So traffic is stopping this side. A police car has come over to make sure they don't get into an accident because this is the biggest thing to happen in this town since I don't know when. Because there's a kid. Oh, God. And everyone driving by. Oh, my God. It's a kid. It's a kid. Why is it a kid? Everyone's questioning their faith, everything. I mean, like, I had no idea the ripple effect that this was going to happen. So there, I mean, I have to give it up. Just the sweetest, the sweetest paramedics. The sweetest, like, God, just, okay, hey, man, how you doing? You okay? Is that your bike there? We're going to take good care of that thing. Just don't worry about that. You hear it thrown aside. Don't move at all. We're going to take care of this. You all right? You went for a little bike ride today, huh? All by yourself? It would look that way, wouldn't it? All by yourself? Oh, man, that's rough. Just stay still. They put a neck brace. Yeah, this, this massive thing. And it's, it's aptly named. There is no turning your head. It's locked in place. They bring over this uh, flat wooden thing and the gurney. So they put you on, and they do the whole, like, we're going to slide you, we're going to roll you over. Okay, this shouldn't hurt too much. They t- Stiff as a board, they like pick your shoulder up, they slide the thing up, roll it, you're on. One, two, three, and they lift me up on the thing, and they're placing me on the gurney. And as they're now wheeling the gurney to the back of the ambulance, that is when my friends come wheeling up. And of course, I'm strapped down, I'm straight up, all I, all I hear is, Oh my God, I think that, is that Adam? Oh my God, what hell? Wheeling up, bikes thrown to the ground, running up to the side of the gurney. Okay, boys, he's going to be fine. Are you okay? Oh my God, what happened? And it was this moment that I realized it's working. It's working better than I could ever have dreamed. I couldn't afford to set this up. I'm 15. I don't have the connections. I don't even live here. It was all working. That thought lasted about the time it took for them to put me into the back of the ambulance, climb in next to me, close the door. Do you have somebody we can call? Boo! 
should drive off to whatever hospital in Virginia. Me now, totally strapped down, can't move. The thought of, <laughs> I did it, is fading into, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? Where are we going? To the emergency room. So now I'm at the hospital. And now they're doing x-rays. It's the darndest thing. They can't find a thing wrong with me. But, you know, little kids have rubber bones. Is what they said. Rubber bones. That's must, that must be what it was. Just so resilient to the crash. I just... The shock of it probably was more than the. I'm in the emergency room laying down. My mom's best friend from her summer friend is visiting me now in the hospital. I can't imagine the terror she must be going through. Her friend's kid, who she's in charge of for uh, 10 minutes, has destroyed her favorite glasses. She probably thought, oh, you know. Too bad he didn't hurt himself. And boom, this happens. She's thinking it's all her fault. She wished it on me because I broke those glasses. So she's hovering over me. Got to call my parents. What happened? Oh, I don't know. A car kind of pulled out. I just like, "Mm," I just pulled the wheel and I just tumbled right into the thing. It's so weird. There's no getting out. There's no, this parachute's just a backpack. There's no getting out. Because there's so much trouble to be in. If I get out then, it would be the next five to seven years of once the trauma of all that passed and the visit went by, as you can imagine, rather subdued after the fireworks of that event. I was never invited back. But years later, once the trauma went away, it turned into, (laughs) we can all joke about it now because you're okay, but you can't even ride a bike which I had to swallow because what am I going to (laughs) do? Yeah, you're right. That was so weird. That was such a weird time. time. Seven years later, I told them. I told them. And in the telling of them, telling of the story to them, you could see the phases of like, yeah, right. You can't write it, but you're making this all up now. And the level of detail that I went into about the story, the more clear it became. And then the sudden realization of like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? We were terrified. My God. That's, 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 that's it, really. I mean, that's, that's, that's the only story that doesn't end with hashtag blessed that I could think of and that the statute of limitations isn't up on yet. So, I mean, hopefully if I get invited back, I'll tell another story and we'll go up from there. But that's my story. Thank you all very much. Our live show, Tales of Male Folly, is performed every other month at the Virgil Bar in Los Angeles at 5419 Santa Monica Boulevard. It's produced and hosted by me, Joe Tower, and all promotional material is designed by Alex Gurdett. Our podcast, Tales of Male Folly, will be released twice a month, featuring one story per episode. It's hosted and produced by, again, me, Joe Tower, and executive produced and edited by Brian Weiss. Thanks for listening.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.